Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Saturday. Not by much, 55 cents, but we'll take it. I'm not going to talk about the wins, but I do need to vent about the losses real quick. In college basketball, St. Louis, I've been bragging about you. You didn't show up. Detroit Mercy, I didn't think it could be done, but you did it. You became my third team in two days to have fewer than 20 points at halftime. Then in college football, Stanford, you had a double-digit lead. You had the lead in the fourth quarter, less than 10 minutes to go. You fumbled it at the 40. They did a scoop and a score to take the lead. I was still covering. Then with three minutes to go, I have the football. I'm covering a chance to win or take the lead. No, I throw an interception. Does he go down at the 50? No, he returns it inside the 10. And then with less than a minute to go, they punch it in for the touchdown. And I lose the wager after leading the entire game. Then in Minneapolis, the game that I wanted as a fan, it's the Golden Gophers dominating Iowa in play in the second half, but two costly turnovers do them in, and the Hawkeyes somehow, some way, beat Minnesota yet again, 13-10, to 10, and I lose the wager. Winning day, but tough day for me as a person. Okay, so let's get to the card for Sunday, and we lead off with our midweek picks from our podcast with Bill in Florida and the National. Football League. I'm on the Colts plus the seven over the Eagles. I'm on the Texans plus the three over the Commanders. I'm on the Bengals minus the three and a half at the Steelers. I'm on the Bears plus the three at the Falcons. I'm on the Patriots minus the three and a half against the Jets. I have added a first half underplay. It is Denver and Las Vegas under the 20. Denver is the lowest scoring team in the NFL, scoring just 14.6 points per game. Denver is the number one defense in the NFL, giving up just 16.6 points per game. They're playing the Raiders, so who knows what's going to happen. But Denver's bad on offense, good on defense. That sounds like an under to me, right? When in doubt, play the under. The last two times I played the first half under 20, we pushed. I just want a result. Win or lose, let me have a bet that goes action. So I'm going to play Denver and the Raiders under the 20 in the first half. Next up with your prop bets, we start with our weekly Carolina Panther combo. Yes, we've been playing a lot of Panther props to the over. At quarterback, it's Baker Mayfield for Carolina over the 168 and a half yards passing at Baltimore. So once again, Baker's back in the saddle. He's gone over the number in four of his five starts this season. The Ravens give up the fifth most yards per game in the air. So yeah, Mayfield over 168 and a half 
is the play. At wide receiver for Carolina, we've played this guy almost every week for the last five, six weeks. It's Terrace Marshall for Carolina, over 33 and a half yards receiving against the Ravens. Marshall's gone over this number in three straight games, and he did it last week on just two targets and one catch in wet weather conditions. Marshall had a good connection with Baker at Cincinnati in the second half a few weeks back, had a 21-yard touchdown catch, three catches for 51 yards. I think it sets up well again. So we're going Mayfield and Marshall both over the number for the Panthers. Next up at running back, it's Tony Pollard at Dallas, over 41 and a half yards rushing at Minnesota. So yeah, a little painful for me to play, but I need money. Zeke is likely to go. How much he goes is the question. Pollard has gone over this number in five consecutive games. His longest rush has already exceeded this number three times this season. The Vikings give up 4.5 yards per carry, mid-pack in the NFL. Tough for me not to see Pollard go over this number with his tendency for the long run. He has explosiveness. With the Thanksgiving game on deck, I can't see Dallas overworking Elliott no matter what. So all signs point to another good day for Tony Pollard over the 41 and a half yards rushing. Next up at running back, it is Brian Robinson for Washington over 64 and a half yards rushing. That game is at Houston. So if it's not broke, don't fix it. The Texans give up 5.2 yards per carry. The commanders just beat the Eagles running Robinson 26 times for 86 yards. I see no reason they would deviate from that strategy in this one. So I'm going to take Robinson once again over the 64 and a half yards rushing. Next up at running back, it is Nick Chubb of Cleveland over 74 and a half yards rushing against Buffalo in Detroit. Chubb has gone over this number in seven of nine games. Both times that he missed, he had fewer than 12 attempts. The Browns need to protect that defense against the explosive Bills offense. Chubb should likely get a heavy dose of carries and go over this number. So I'm playing Chubb over the 74 and a half yards rushing. Next up at running back, it is Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants, over 98 and a half yards rushing against Detroit. So Barkley has gone over the century mark four times this season. He did it against the Texans, the Jaguars, the Bears, and the Titans. The Lions give up more yards per carry than that entire list. Barkley is yet to go back-to-back over 100. He'll do it today. I'm taking Barkley over the 98 and a half yards rushing. Next up at a running back, it is Tyler Algier of Atlanta, over 33 and a half yards rushing against Chicago. So only eight carries last week for 20 yards against the Panthers. And I know prior to that, he went over this number in six straight, but that was without Patterson. The Bears, though, are a bottom 10 team, giving up 4.7 yards per carry. Tyler is considered a hammer, they say and the Bears have struggled against that type of runner this year. So I'm going to back Tyler over the 33 and a half yards rushing against Chicago. Next up at wide receiver, it is Darius Slayton of the New York Giants over 42 and a half yards receiving against the Lions. So everyone gets excited to play the Lions. They give up the sixth most yards per game in the air. Slayton has gone over this number in four of his last five, and Daniel Jones has been looking to Slayton quite often of late. Two touchdowns and 16 targets in the last three weeks. And once again, I repeat, he's facing the Lions. I'm taking Slayton over the 42 and a half yards receiving. Next up from Prop Stars on the early edge, it is Stefan Diggs of Buffalo 
over 88 and a half yards receiving against the Browns in Detroit. So I don't question the best prop better out there in the business. I'm just going to play it. Digs over 88 and a half. Next up, it's our fear of missing out play. It's Nico Collins of Houston over 41 and a half yards receiving against the Commanders. So everyone else is on it. So I'm just going to join the club. Collins over the 41 and a half yards receiving. So that does it for our prop bets this week. Next up, let's get to college basketball. Four games on the docket. And we start with a marquee event in Las Vegas. It's the main event, I guess. It's the championship game. And we're going to play Illinois plus the two over Virginia. So Virginia upset Baylor by seven on Friday. Illinois, meanwhile, they upset UCLA by nine. Illinois is projected second best in the Big Ten this year. Meanwhile, Virginia, third place in the ACC. Tony Bennett has an experienced roster after a trip to the NIT last season. Meanwhile, Illinois has made the round of 32 in each of the last two years, but this appears to be a team that could have final four talent. Yeah, you say that kind of softly when you say something like that. The Cavs made 27 free throws on Friday. The Illinois defense, well, I think they'll make it a little more difficult on Virginia's offense tonight. The Cavs are known for good defense, but I expect Illinois to push the tempo up a notch and create just enough offense to pull it out. So I'm going to take the fight in the line eye, plus the two over Virginia. Next up, we head to Connecticut. It is Miami to be determined over Maryland. So once again, I tip my cap to Maryland. They embarrassed me and St. Louis yesterday, winning 95 to 67. They shot lights out. They hit 13 threes and shot over 50% for the game. Tremendous effort. Meanwhile, Miami played tough defense and got it out a 10-point victory over Providence without great shooting. Line is to be determined. We'll update it in the show notes, but I'm going to back the Canes over the Terps in the championship game. Meanwhile, in the consolation bracket, I'm going to play St. Louis to be determined over Providence. So time for me and the Billikens to save a little face here. Yesterday, by the way, only counts as one loss. It's a new day today. And I'm counting on St. Louis to play a little defense on Sunday, something they forgot to do yesterday. If not, well, I'll put the Billikens on the 30-day list with Denver and Georgetown and won't bet on them for a bit. Providence will once again have the major crowd advantage, only 60 miles away from campus. I expect Bynum to have a better day than yesterday, but St. Louis should still have enough talent to win this one. I expect to be catching some points. Hopefully it's more than a bucket, but we'll find out. Nonetheless, I'm on St. Louis to be determined over Providence. Next up, it is the Shriners Children Charleston Classic Championship game, and I'm on Charleston plus the six and a half over Virginia Tech. So how many times can I go back to the well? We've cashed on three straight with this Charleston team. They beat Richmond in overtime. They beat Davidson by 23. Then they beat Colorado State by 10. Now they get Virginia Tech. The Hokies are 5-0 after beating Old Dominion by four and Penn State by two so far in this tournament. This game is still on the Cougar home floor. Four straight is a big ask, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the little school at home against the big school. Give me Charleston plus the six and a half over Virginia Tech. Then two additional games in college basketball. We're not going to bet on, but I want to reference at least. It's a great day of college hoops, by the way. You have Kentucky at Gonzaga in Spokane on a neutral floor. I think the Zags back bounce or bounce back in that one. Not going to play it officially, but that would be my lean there. Then you have UCLA and Baylor in Vegas in the consolation side. 
I lean towards the Bruins plus the points there. Not going to play it once again, but two absolutely marvelous games didn't make my card that I wanted to reference. But now let's recap your card for Sunday. Hopefully there's no heartbreak for me this time around. I'm on the Colts plus the seven. I'm on the Texans plus the three. I'm on the Bengals minus the three and a half. I'm on the Bears plus the three. I'm on the Patriots minus the three and a half. First half under, I'm on the Broncos and the Raiders under the 20. Your prop bets, I'm on Baker Mayfield over 168 and a half yards passing. I'm on Terrace Marshall over 33 and a half yards receiving. I'm on Tony Pollard over 41 and a half yards rushing. I'm on Brian Robinson over 64 and a half yards rushing. I'm on Nick Chubb over 74 and a half yards rushing. I'm on Saquon Barkley over 98 and a half yards rushing. I'm on Tyler Algier over 33 and a half yards rushing. I'm on Darius Slayton over 42 and a half yards receiving. I'm on Stefan Diggs over 88 and a half yards receiving. I'm on Nico Collins over 41 and a half yards receiving. Then on college basketball, I'm on Illinois plus the two over Virginia. I'm on Charleston plus the six and a half over Virginia Tech. I'm on Maryland. Well, I will be on Maryland to be determined, or excuse me, I will be on Miami to be determined over Maryland. I'm not going to get that wrong. So once again, I'm on the Canes over the Terps. And then I will be on St. Louis to be determined over Providence. Both the Miami and the St. Louis line I'll post in the show notes. I got tongue-tied there towards the end. It's been a long day, emotional day. Let's get to Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.